When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the Girls and Boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. We're going to line it up for a long field goal try for Alvano. It's a 55-yarder. Long of 47. He's got a big leg. Hold was good. Kick is up. Long enough. And good enough. From 55, a career long for Tristan Alvano. Juiced it. Buscini does a nice job on the handle. And it splits the upright with plenty to spare. Fired up, Matt Wolf. We are halfway through the show here on a Monday. Robbie Lula and Andrew Rogers here with you on Herd Out Sports Radio. We're on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. And we are brought to you by our friends at The Beanery. The Beanery has four great locations, Gretna Papillion and Ashland. And they've got whatever types of coffee drinks you're looking for, hot ice. They've got some frozen specialty drinks. they got some snacks and Give breakfast. The cinnamon. You getting the cinnamon? There you go. It's like Christmas in a cup. There you go. Get that. Getting in that holiday spirit like Andrew. They've even got vegan scones, if that's your thing. Not my thing, but I'll let everybody else have those. They are locally owned and operated. The Beanery serving people coffee. Um Really good stuff there from Sam in the last segment. You know, we were kind of talking off air on who could potentially be the coach of the year mm-hmm. in national college football. Um, I do think there. I do think uh, Rule probably doesn't rise to that level um, in terms of national coach of the year. But uh, I'm sure he'll get a few whispers. Like especially, I, I think, yeah, I think if they would talk about them if, if they got that far. They win out and make it to Indianapolis. I think you would start hearing his name a little bit. I think you've got some other candidates. I do think, though, in the Big Ten, uh, Rule has a really good shot at Coach of the Year if Nebraska even gets to seven wins. Um, the other guy that I think has an opportunity, and you you named a different one that I think is a, a good point, and then I'll let you get to that, but the guy that I think has a really good opportunity is, and we talked about him earlier, if Northwestern makes a bowl game, Braun has done an yeah, incredible job. Uh, David Braun. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not suspended for steroids. <laughs> um, David Braun has done an incredible job there because this team was terrible last year, 1-11. I don't know if you remember who that one was against. But the fact that they were awful last year. No, I just I, I forget. <laughs> just purge it from your brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were awful last year, and he took over in – one of the worst situations in college football in terms of not just 
where the team was at, where the roster was at, but also literally how he ended up taking over that position, taking over for a legend at the school, both as a player and a coach. He's only been there for about 15 minutes by the time he gets named head coach because he was hired this offseason as a defensive coordinator. Has never coached at the FBS level ever. Mm-hmm. His first mm-hmm. coaching job or head coaching job ever. And he's got this team at 4-4 four and four and ha- has the potential to make a bowl game. That's incredible to me. Um, that would be a candidate for Big Ten Coach of the Year. And then you had one as well. In the Big Ten? Yeah. Ryan Day. Yeah, I think Ryan Day should not be overlooked, and that's fair because we all thought Ryan he Day could be coach of the year. Yeah, if they end up going undefeated and going into the the college football playoff, because I and I know I wasn't alone here. Offensively, they were going to take a step back. That's what everybody thought, and uh, and defensively, I hadn't been impressed with them the last couple of years. Why would you be right? Right? They hadn't had those because uh, all the tension was on the quarterback. Well, and they the hadn't had those years, defensive only the quarterback. You hadn't had those defensive. Uh, impact players when you had like the Bosa's and Chase Young they hadn't had one of those for a couple years and all of a sudden you look up the defense is incredible that's what's keeping this team because the offense has taken a little step back without the consistency of quarterback 100%. play like yeah. Marvin Harrison is unreal I'm yeah like everybody knows that but outside of him the quarterback play is taking a step Trey back Dan for Henderson sure. has been what this year I've average heard a little bit yeah. average yeah. right and then you have Kyle McCord who wasn't even named the starter until Ultimately, the the week of the first yeah, game. Yeah, game one. Yeah, game we, week. We kind of sat back and thought, is anybody else questioning what's going on in Ohio State? Because we've been talking about Kyle McCord being top three preseason, top picks uh, for quarterbacks in this league, and they haven't even named him the starting quarterback yeah. yet. But it no, was weird. Ryan Day has just done a tremendous job, and as much as I don't want to give Ohio State credit for anything, uh, he's done a great job. He in, deserves credit in for making this team. Yeah arguably the most competitive in the Big Ten because when they played Penn State, I told you I liked Penn State. Yeah. And then I got humbled real fast yeah. when I saw Ohio State's defense make Drew Aller look like he was a non-con quarterback. Yeah. It, honestly, it, this was the year that a lot of people, and I was kind of on the verge of this, thought, hey, maybe Penn State replaces Ohio State as that number two team, as that biggest challenger to Michigan. And Ohio State – I don't know if they're quite as good as Michigan because the quarterback play at Michigan is better, and I think the defense is about the same uh, as as it is at Ohio State. But they're clearly still the challenger to, to Ohio State or to Michigan. I, I don't think Penn. I think Penn State is clearly in a, a second tier. Um, not to say that Penn State couldn't beat Michigan still um, if they get it right, going right on the on the right day, but. I think it's still clearly Michigan, Ohio State, and everybody else, and and that was not what we expected coming into this year. No, especially because I I wanted to have high hopes for Penn State so badly, like I wanted them to yeah. be like that team that. And it's not like in. any of us want Ohio State to be good, right? You well, know? And or not, you know. I I just want a different team. Like, why do you think people are super fond of this World Series? Because there are two new teams that aren't normally there. Yeah, and like that's kind of what. My adopted I, I Texas Rangers. For, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's kind of what I tend to root for in, in all sports. Yeah. It's just give me a little bit of difference. Like, if it's not my team, give me something different. Yeah. And so uh, Penn State was the, the one team that could have given any Big Ten team a run for their money this year. Mm-hmm. But I still think they're a step behind yeah. Ohio State and Michigan. I don't think Drew Aller's been as good as they would have needed him to be to be that team. Um, and maybe he will be. He's young. It's his first time as a starter. Uh, but they, I don't think they quote, quite rose to that level uh, this year. 
uh, just to kind of wrap up the Northwestern thing, they've got Iowa, Wisconsin, Purdue, Illinois on the way out. So and there's, they need two. They need two wins. Purdue? Purdue and Illinois are pretty winnable. I mean, Iowa's winnable just because – you never know if they're going to score enough. And I, I'm not underestimating Northwestern. Yeah, I mean they just beat the, Maryland. Well, they they just beat Maryland, right? Mm-hmm. And then who who did they? Uh, they came back from 21 down against Minnesota thank earlier you. That, this year. That's, that that was the team before 37-34 was that final, mm-hmm. if I'm correct. Like this is a team that you write them off, they win games. Yeah, you write them off at their own. So pair. I'm not even going to write them off for any game down the stretch of the season because there's a solid chance they win two of those. So we're. <laughs> Especially if they continue their trend. I'm looking at their schedule here. Literally every other game has been a win or a loss. They go, they've go, they got loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, Hey, with loss, four win. games left, how does that work out? That means you get to six wins. Oh. <laughs> that means so they're going to lose to Iowa. They're going to beat Wisconsin. They're going to lose to Purdue. They're going to beat Illinois. We figured it out. Okay, question for you. Yeah. Get a little bit off the radar okay. for me. Don't just pick – like you can pick one – Solid favorite, but just off the radar. Mm-hmm. If you were looking nationally Kay. at Coach of the Year, yeah, who would be your top three? Ooh, top three. So outside of the obvious guys, because I I kind of want to stay away from you know the Norvells, the DeBoers, because those are like really good shots at actually winning. Yes. Um. So maybe like your dark horses. Give me your top three dark horses to win. Yeah, that's fair. Um. So, number one, and our guys, uh, Adam McClintock, will appreciate this, is James Madison. Mm. Um, they are, they're 8-0. They've played incredible. Kurt Signetti is their head football coach. He is the darling of, of Adam McClintock and Dave Bartu's analytical, um, analytical methods with, with evaluating coaches. They've been incredible this year. They're 8-0. They're into the top 25. Um, that's number one for me. Um, another off the radar guy who I know you love is Troy Calhoun, Troy Calhoun. at Air Force. They're eight and zero. They're up to seventeen in the country. Um, he's done an incredible job there this year. And I always have a little soft spot for the service academies, um, not just because they're the service academies, but also I love the option a little bit. So uh, really appreciate what they do out there. Uh, and then honestly, I, the other guy who I know is is kind of a, a, a cult favorite among among college football heads is uh, Willie Fritz down at Tulane. They're seven and one, having another great season. Those are kind of my three off the radar guys that, if I could pick a, if I could pick a national coach of the year, um, it's probably one of those three guys. So, Troy Calhoun is definitely on my list. Yeah, you love you love Troy Calhoun. Big fan. Um, I, I just love the way that Air Force plays. Uh, I'll watch them even if you guys anybody out there calls it bad football. I watch bad football every weekend, regardless. <laughs> so um, I'm going to keep watching that with Air Force. The other team, and you know, I'm going to give another former Big Ten coach some credit here. Yeah, Jeff Brom's turnaround for Louisville. Yeah, they've Louisville done. seven and one. Yeah, like let's not sleep on that. Top they've, 15 they've in the country. They've had some pretty big wins, and they just shut out Duke. Yeah. And then let me throw one more rando at you. I'm ready. Jed Fish. Ooh, down in Arizona. Arizona. They are much better than I thought they would be. And look at the teams that they've been either competitive against. Yeah. Or have won games against. Absolutely. That's a good Jet one. Fish deserves like Matt Rule credit. He probably won't get as uh, get enough wins to get actually win it, but that's a that's a good pull on Jed Fish. Uh, coming up next, we are going to talk a little bit more here on Herd Out Sports Radio.